her fingers lightly playing with the sleeves of our mom's ancient Surrey High t-shirt that she'd inherited as a pajama top. How long have you been out here? Casey shrugged, looked at her watch. A while. What time is it? 3.16. Seriously? I'd been outside for three hours. I guess I'd rock that bell-ringing experiment. Casey trails along behind me all the time when I'm out taking pictures. She stands near the camera and watches what I'm watching, but she claims she doesn't get it, doesn't know why something's worth photographing. I've tried to teach her, but she's actually kind of hopeless. When we started, her pictures looked like bad vacation snapshots, and after five exhausting hours, they were worse because now she was trying to be artsy. A lot of blobs and blurs and pictures with no life of their own. I told her not to worry, that maybe her true talents would emerge when she was older. What else could I tell her? That I can't imagine the feeling of walking through the world without being able to see the lines and shapes and balance of seemingly normal objects? That when I'm at school, I feel lonely for my camera as if it were a friend, which I don't have any of at school, so it makes sense. What are you taking pictures of? I don't see anything, she said. I would explain, but it's 3 a.m., I said. I'll show you when I develop the film, okay? She nodded and yawned. I took another look up at the house. There was a soft glow peeking through the branches that shaded our bedroom windows. Oh, crap, I said. Case, which room is that light coming from? If Mom was wandering around, turning on lights, then she knew Casey wasn't inside, and then it was a pretty short road to figuring out that I was gone too, and that meant trouble. No putting yourself or Casey in strange and or potentially dangerous situations to take pictures was the latest incarnation of the rule that had once upon a time been, don't go on the roof. With every fresh misstep, the rule evolved. No taking pictures of retail merchandise. No taking pictures on other people's property. Don't use Casey as a decoy to get photos of people who don't want to be photographed. I was fairly sure that pretty soon it would just be, put the camera down, sit on the sofa, and don't move. Even with a parental tantrum looming, the photographer in me couldn't ignore something so cool-looking. It's like the way a hunter will see an exotic animal and want its head on his wall, only less gross. When I see something visually interesting, I want to take a picture of it so badly, it's almost like a craving. Instinctively, I uncapped the lens and raised the camera to my eye. It's not my room, Casey said. It's not yours, either. Set up the tripod, I said, waving to the spot where it lay on the ground. Then I turned my attention to the light. There was a soft glow, pale gold, and Casey was right. It wasn't coming from either of our rooms. It didn't actually seem to be originating from inside the house at all. I couldn't wait for the tripod. I held the camera as steady as possible, bending my knees and bracing my body and taking a deep breath and holding it, and pressed down the shutter. After a few seconds, I let go then took another picture and another. Ready, Casey said, handing me the little plate to screw onto the camera. As quickly as I could, I attached the camera to the tripod, then put my eye to the viewfinder. The light was gone.
We waited a few more minutes, but it never returned. Finally, I capped the lens and folded up the tripod. Casey watched me, glancing up every few seconds to see if the light was back. Our eyes met at one point, and I had to swallow hard. What was it? Where had it come from? Why did it turn off? Neither of us asked the questions out loud. But we were both thinking them. We marched silently through the side yard. Fortunately, the October nights were cool enough that the many, many ginormous spiders that usually populated that part of the yard were gone. I walked in front, though, just in case. Casey was a freaker-outer, and we didn't need any blood-curdling screams advertising our location. I turned back to check on her, stopping so abruptly that she ran right into me. Spider? she asked, panic in her voice. I shook my head. I was looking past her into the front yard, at the spot where we'd been standing.